All right, should I put this like in between us? Sure. That works. Oh, look at this. Hello, right. everyone. Hello. It's been a long time. We got busy, I guess. Life? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It has been a long time. The last time we were... It was when we went to yoga, which is. is like 100 years and ago. And I remember we were talking about CBD oil. Oh, yeah. What's your update? I'm loving it. Did it, did it, did it update. Yeah. I'm loving the CBD oil. Is it I working? Mean, it is. And the supplement that I have, it's not just the CBD oil, though. It does have, like, ashwagandha and some mm-hmm. other shit. But... Hi, Moxie. Okay, then. Um, maybe she needs some CBD oil as she well. She could benefit. She probably needs some catnip. Um, yeah. So, it is. I think it's helping. Like, at my grandma's funeral, I feel like without the CBD oil, I could have potentially ended up with some sort of, like, DV charge. But I didn't. <laughs> Everything was fine. <laughs> you didn't punch anyone. Didn't Good punch job. <laughs> There were no rageful explosions. It was it was good. It was good. I do. Like it's not like some like overwhelming difference mm-hmm. suddenly, but just like over time, it's just the edge has been taken off just a little bit. That's so, good. I'm I'm pretty cool with that. You're not a zombie. I'm not. Even, you're not a rageful like no Looney Tune like I normally mm. am. Oh, I'm not always okay. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Not always a rageful demon lady. Just, just like 90%. Just 90%. <laughs> and it's very easy to say right now because I don't, my kids are at their dad's, so. <laughs> well, I'm only a raging demon lady when my kids are with me. <laughs> I love my children. <laughs> They're the best part of my life. Disclaimer. They just make me crazy. I mean, that's their job. They're doing their job right. They have one job, make your mom crazy. So we have like a format tonight. Yeah, we're, we're doing a format now. We're actually going to try to like attempt a structure with Instead this. of just bitching about stuff for uh-huh. an hour. Hopping on here and just, yeah, shooting okay. shit. So now we're going to tell you a song, <laughs> a song that we're each into because if you follow either of us on Instagram, you know that we're always posting songs from Spotify because we both are obsessed with Spotify. Just music in general. And music in general, but particularly Spotify because... Because you can the make playlists. Your own play- like the, the playlists, playlists yeah, that they suggest for you are always really good. And I like making my own playlist because it makes me feel like I'm making a burnt CD yeah. in high school, which is like my favorite thing to do. So, the song yeah. I am into currently is... Oh, I forget. Is... Oh, no. It is... I took a screenshot so I could remember... When I Get My Hands On You by the new Basement Tapes because his voice is really sweet and soft but also a little bit sultry. Yeah. And I like, there's a, like, the bass line's really good and the lyrics are cool. And it's like one of those makes you want to fall in love songs. Mm-hmm. And who it doesn't is. want to feel like that? Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's why I like it. Yours was like really well thought out. I liked how you had like elements to support. That's just why your... I like it. I like it. I mean, wow. <laughs> I can just and say... next time I'll write a thesis. Yeah, please. I can just <laughs> put out there that I'm really into the song "Easy," comma, love. Ah, Not easy love. Easy, easy. Love. love. Yes, mm. by Tom West, and it's just 
freaking good. Like, the <laughs> banjo's great. The lyrics are actually, I don't, they're not like, they're good lyrics. And it's actually probably good lyrics for somebody who maybe is like, I don't know, experiencing some sort of romantic loss, if you will. <laughs> but it's weird because they almost seem like, you know how sometimes songs have like, the lyrics have a lot of space in them, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Like, they're not... It's not a very wordy song. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just good. But the banjo. Like, I just really like the banjo. She just likes the banjo. I do. I Sometimes I'm I just... Sometimes I have lots of reasons to like songs. Sometimes the lyrics are Sometimes you just fucking like sometimes, it. Sometimes, yeah. This is just fucking good. So listen to it. And get yourself... If you... Okay. Another shout out for Spotify. If you do not pay for the monthly fee for, to subscribe You're to the doing premium, it wrong. you are. Because I'm telling you what, those damn playlists, they are so worth it. And they do the astrology playlist. Yes, they do. So you get like a playlist curated to your sign, which sometimes mine, so I'm a Leo, so it's like pretty pop heavy, which yeah. I don't normally like, but that is how I found Lizzo oh, dude, months Lizzo's ago. So, see, you, it, like, sometimes, I'm like, most, I don't have there's always songs on there that I, I like. I have no shame driving around town, blasting Truth Hurts. Girl, Like, no. freaking singing along. Because like, I'm my um, own soulmate. What? Like, shut up. Yeah. And, like, uh, Tempo is, like, my uh, favorite Lizzo song ever. They're also good. I'm a thick She's bitch. Awesome. I need Tempo. Oh, yeah. She makes she's me great. Laugh. She's fantastic. So that's so that's why you have to pay you, for you Spotify, have to pay because for Spotify. you find and everything. You do. Not only that, but they do like the daily mix. The daily mix. The is daily good. mix playlists are so good because it's like each genre that you like a lot, they, they have like this up. perfect yeah, and it's like divided and they have this perfect like mixture of stuff that you really like. And the new, new stuff, stuff that you've never heard. Mm-hmm. And then the weekly discover that's like all new stuff mm-hmm. that you've never played before. So it's fantastic. And at the end of the year, they do your little like, here's what you listen yeah, to this year. Yeah, the breakdown. And, and like it's we cool. found out that I listened to like a record high number <laughs> of like the minutes of music listened to literally was maybe shameful. But like, it's not like spending my time on Facebook. Like no. I mean. You're I can listening. play music while I'm doing And it's in the car things. and stuff. Exactly. But I had only had it for like six months, so it wasn't yeah. that much. And I'm and pretty sure I single-handedly like made Yo Glore shoot up as... And New Light. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> John Mayer, will you marry me? My top happen? artist was Dean Lewis. Mine was Yo Glore, for sure. And then like pretty high on the list because of my children also. was Tim from the Sunny Side Up show. Yeah. <laughs> This year it'll probably be Taylor Swift because Oliver is obsessed. I don't know with what her. mine will be this year. Like sometimes when it, he asks so Alexa well. to play Taylor Swift on Spotify, I just want to be like, "Can you play it on something else so that yeah, this like won't this show not... up on my final yeah. countdown of like most I'm popular?" I'm so curious. What will be my? I haven't like this is gotten such stuck a tangent, on someone. But like last year, it was Yo Glore. Like I was all about mm-hmm. it. And I haven't found an artist yet. But then again, we found Yo Glore in July. That's so true. I'm hopeful that maybe somebody, if you have any recommendations. Oh, yeah. We always us. love that, We love too. them. 
And we're, like, pretty... I think we're pretty open-minded. Except for... I'm not... I don't really do, like, rap. I won't listen to country. I don't listen so to country So, if you have a country Today, I heard for the first time that song with that guy with the mullet. Really I still ready. haven't heard I it. I heard it for the first time today. And the only reason that I heard it was because they played it at the gym. And, like, mm. I didn't have a choice but to listen to it. Yeah, I still have not heard it. And I'm okay with that. I was okay with never having heard it. But, <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> now you've heard it. I, and it's yeah, seared I into your back brain. It. It's okay, though. That's a bummer. Um, okay, so what's our topic today? Today, we are discussing not watering yourself down to accommodate other people's needs and expectations yes okay so if you've never done this before you're lying to yourself (laughs) and everyone else because you have everybody has it's not so much all right obviously you're different when you're with your parents than you are when you're with your friends or how you are at work or how you are with your kids so that's not what we're talking about we're talking about being with somebody and having to hide mm-hmm. or just not reveal like certain parts of yourself or just kind like, of in romantic relations yes yeah, it's like pushing it down so far like almost a fear of saying certain things because you're or afraid being you'll be a rejected way. exactly because you know you know you will mm-hmm. and because you're afraid they can't handle it because they can't. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they can't, which is unfair to them and mostly unfair to you. Right. Because you're not allowing yourself to really be yourself. And what ends up happening is you have this relationship that's really kind of like based off lies. Yeah, it's strong not even, word, it's but not even it's real. Not real. And then you get so far down the road and it's exhausting to keep, you know, trying to conceal certain parts of yourself just to make somebody else happy just to keep somebody else interested Mm -hmm. or to make sure that you don't offend or hurt feelings or step on toes or so from my standpoint I've done this in nearly every relationship I feel like there have been a couple where I didn't do it to a certain extent but in my marriage I did it a lot because I felt like, um, because of outrageous jealousy issues, I couldn't speak about, like, anything pertaining to my life before him. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's almost like that part of me didn't exist, but isn't that what makes me me like the relationships and heartache right it's all dumb choices that I've made have led me to this certain spot so why can't I speak to you about it and it was made clear to me pretty early on that like I can't talk about it and I had always wanted to start a blog and I like didn't for fear of what he would say about like my inner thoughts or dumb shit I was thinking of or whatever I would do a blog about like my blog now like I don't really care who reads it or what they think about it I'm glad people do read it Mm -hmm. but like if you have an opinion and you want me to change because of it like I don't care Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if that comes from being in 
such a relationship where I super duper had to water myself down or because I'm 30 almost too and I'm just sick of it. It's exhausting. It's just sad. To me it was sad because it's like you're the shadow of yourself. Right. That's... Like you are, you have this like whole person and you're just, you basically kill a section of you mm-hmm. and you can't, like was I just never going to be like me again was that was that my end game like and especially it's it's especially difficult when like in marriage if that's this new role that you assume with the person that you're spending it's the, the rest of your life who's supposed to be your best friend who you're supposed to share well you're with them you're with them your... the most out mm-hmm. of any person in your life and you can't be who you actually are or not even like you can't, you're afraid to be who you actually are for fear of retribution. Like, nothing, it's like the worst part, like, is the indifference. Like, feeling the indifference somebody feels towards you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think over time when you've done that and like you kind of avoid kind of letting that stuff out, you kind of have this like, almost secret identity you almost get to a point where like you've numbed yourself well you're you're a different person in your head than you are to everyone else Mm -hmm. which is like totally unhealthy because I feel like you shouldn't think of yourself one way and act another right although I feel like I feel like just talking about this I almost have, in romantic relationships, I struggle with, in a sense, the opposite sometimes. Because I'm so bullheaded, mm-hmm. and I get my way all the time. Mm-hmm. I just had this problem yesterday. There was something that was bothering me, and rather than like waiting and trying to process it, I just off the cuff way too bluntly brought it up and then I ended up really hurting somebody's his feelings because mm-hmm. it was kind of a bitch about me. <laughs> no. Right? But yeah. <clears throat> I mean but I think it's important you need to be able to like openly express yourself. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Sometimes I need to moderate and realize <laughs> People aren't robots, and <laughs> you can't just be like, this is wrong. People have feelings. People have feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's important to be cognizant of other people's feelings when expressing your own. Precisely. And it's okay. <laughs> With that said... But it's also okay else, to feel your yes, feelings. Someone else isn't always going to be happy with whatever it is that you're feeling. Of but course not. And that's also it's, okay. That's okay. And it's okay that you, like, we don't have, you have we control aren't... over how you react. You have control over your responses. But, like, you, we can't control the feelings that are no. you know, brought up in certain situations and scenarios. So, so, like, deal with your shit. Right. First. <laughs> and, like, then bring and it. And then bring it up. But, yeah, we shouldn't have to... With all the experiences that we go through, we shouldn't have to, like, push any of that down. No. So that we are not upsetting our partner. Mm -mm. Or ignore things, ignore our needs, ignore, you know, 
issues that we have just because we don't want to rock the boat and upset Mm -hmm. our partner. That's totally it. And this comes up for me a lot right now, currently, because I'm dating somebody for like the third time (laughs) since November. Third time's charm. It's it's been an on and off like weird thing, but I feel like the first time I like super put up this front of like I'm cool with everything and like totally stress free and I'm this like and that's just not you no, in a romantic relationship. It's not. And like I don't need a <clears throat> lot of stuff and blah 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 and it's okay if you live 45 minutes away and like all this stuff. And then and then it wasn't okay. And then the second time, I think I just got scared because feelings popped up super duper fast and I couldn't deal. But this time, like I've been through enough change and he knows me well enough to know that like I am needy mm-hmm. and I need a lot and I expect a lot, but I also give a lot. And I think he's come to find, he gets that. And it's just, like, really refreshing. Like, he knew I was going to talk about this on this podcast today and was like, okay, cool. I can't wait to hear it. Like, whatever. And he's, like, read my blog, I think. And I don't know. I feel like I can just be like, this is the shit show you're currently walking into. This is who I am. And And the end. And, like, I think some of that just comes with age, too. I think a lot of it comes with age. And I I hate being that, like, 30-something who's like, oh, when you're in your 20s, like, just wait. But, like... But when you're in your 20s, you are. You're still so insecure. And I think a lot of it is, like, this feeling that, like, there's something wrong, like... Is there something wrong with me? Should I change this about myself? What is it? And, like, granted, we all have our responsibilities in our relationships. Nobody is, like, like to perfectly grow functioning. And, yeah, right. You have to grow and but learn. But at the and blah, same blah, blah, blah. time, like, it's not all on you to change everything no. about you to make a relationship work. No, if you, you have need, to do that, that's not your you, person. Right. And, like, you need to be able to tell your partner, like, hey, I am not. I mean, we all have our own dysfunction. This is what mine looks like. And if you're cool with it, let's see what yours looks like. How are we going to make this work together? Yeah. How can we, you know, function with each other knowing that we each have, you know, I don't want to call them even like character flaws because I don't really look at them as flaws No, it's just the way you are. It's just who you are. I mean, granted, nobody don't let people treat you like an asshole like it's not cool to be a dick to somebody <laughs> obviously that's like my I love that like just don't be a dick yeah rule but, number one exactly don't be a dick but like you know we all have like I'm super controlling I'm possessive I can I have a hot temper like I have all these things mm-hmm. that it's just like should I learn to manage them of course and I work on them but like when it's in, innate when it's just a part of you and you get to that point like Come to accept it you come to love that part of yourself and then you find the relationship where somebody's like hey I can love and accept these things too mm-hmm. well that makes you you right you wouldn't be you if you didn't have a hot and temper by like... hiding all those things that you may be ashamed of or you think 
you know, just are unworthy or are unlovable. Like you're, like you said earlier, I mean, it's a disservice to both the other person and yourself. Yeah, it's unfair. It's, yeah, you're not, you know. You're building something on a complete, like, misconception. Mm -hmm. It's not real. It's not really you. Because nobody's perfect either. And on the other hand, I don't want somebody to be in a relationship if they feel like they have to change who they are. Exactly. With me. Like, just be who you are. Yeah, I don't want somebody to feel like they're stepping on eggshells mm-hmm. or tiptoeing around, always worrying about doing the wrong How thing. How I'm going to react. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a performance where, you Can know. I just live? Exactly. Can I just live? Yes. That's the plan. So I think that comes with age and with experience and having had to deal with it for so long where I'm just tired of it and I kind of refuse. Like, Mm -hmm. this is who I am and now he knows my expectations and that's fine. And if it becomes an issue, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, you can talk to me about it. It's okay, too. Like, nobody's going to be able to give me exactly what I think I need and or deserve. Because that bar is so high. (laughs) Nobody's ever going to reach it. And I get that. But, like, put in a little bit of fucking effort. Mm Mm-hmm. That's and all you like have to do. maintaining an open line of communication, and when don't shut down. There is something that's like, hey, this might make me a little uncomfortable. Say it early mm-hmm. before things get to a point where it's you know so far in. Because the other thing that can happen is the whole resentment. Issue. Oh my god, it's the worst. Like I would rather feel nothing. I would rather hate you than resent you. Yeah, I mean resentment is the worst, and it eats away at you. It just destroys you from the inside out. It really does, and it takes a really. I don't. I don't think you can come back from resentment, and I don't think you should have to Mm-mm. with certain people. Like you, I don't think that some bridges are worth rebuilding. And no, I mean it's always you, important to once you cross that like let resentment one, that's but, it. Yeah, sometimes it's just over. Yeah. Well, it's which very is basically difficult. why I'm getting my divorce is like ninety nine percent resentment. That happens so often, and it's unfortunate. But again, I think like I feel like one of the things that like I will tell my kids when they are of the age to, like, seriously date mm-hmm. and, like, wanting to set, like, don't fucking do it in your 20s. Mm-mm. You have so much time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not at all suggesting the people who got married in their 20s, you all made mistakes. That's not at all what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying, you know, with each season of life, you learn so much about yourself and you grow so much and you learn to love yourself in ways that you weren't able to before And you just reach this, you're constantly reaching these new levels of self-awareness and self-acceptance. And I feel like in your 20s, for the most part, at least for me personally, I was just still so relationship-wise and emotionally insecure and immature. I feel like 
it's more of like an outward show. Exactly. When you're that age. It's, you feel like it's an expectation. Like, this is just a... This is this the is next This is something step. that I'm supposed to do. I graduated college, now I have to get yeah, married. No, and, and rather than... Exploring yourself and your options. And learning who you are and who you are in this world, you're trying to see... You're trying to define yourself, and I don't like to say you, but I think a lot of people find, you know, who am I with this person? Not just who am I. Right. There's no, it's, Mm -hmm. and and you almost start defining yourself, you know, people find someone and they kind of latch on to them and then their personalities or their behaviors, the things that they do and gravitate towards almost come as a result of that relationship Mm -hmm. and not like you know, something from the inside that's, they're just allowing themselves to be drawn to things. So it's like such a, I don't know, it's a very... It's an outward connection, right? Mm-hmm. So I think now it's like an inward thing. Like, and can I hold a conversation for, with yes. this person? Gosh, we were just talking about that today at lunch. <laughs> we went, Bill and I went to lunch today, and like, got, I got into like a... Because, and the other thing is, yes, like, I feel like relationships in your 20s are shallow. They are. They are. The first thing that you think about is, is this person attractive for the mm-hmm. most part? I've always been a little weird and have cared far more about intellect than... That's why yeah, I usually... <laughs> I don't know. Wit, to me, is far more attractive than six-pack. But... Um, yeah, we were like having like a really deep conversation about something... I don't even know what at this point... But it was nice because it was like you weren't talking at not somebody. Not at all. Like there was zero struggle on either of our mm-hmm. parts to just stay with it. And it's like, oh, it's so nice to like be on the same wavelength as someone. And when you don't feel like you have to fill up every little silence, like right. silence is okay. Exactly. And I think the other thing, it, like another thing, to like think about, like as far as like when you've reached a point of like maturity in relationships is it's okay to be separate from one another too. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be no. with the individual, with your partner all the time. It's, it's okay. like joint Facebook accounts. Yeah. It's okay to have. <laughs> you don't have to be that in real life. You don't have to have everything in common. You don't have to spend every waking moment. Oh my God, you shouldn't. You'll hate no. each other. It's okay to... You're like, still a person. I don't even like, know what he's doing. He might still be building a, a playhouse right now. I, well, I, whatever. I who know. cares? But like, it's, <laughs> it's cool. Fine. Like, he can go to a movie by himself during the day. No problem. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to go be a freak and exercise for however long. <laughs> you do you, I'll do, you know. <laughs> you do you, I'll do me. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a lot. But yeah, there's like, you kind of get to a point by your 30s, I feel like, where you're allowing yourself. To be yourself. To be yourself and to, to, you know, end up with a person based on that versus. And stop taking all the bullshit. Like, I'm just not. I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. I'm not playing little games. I just... That's the other thing. You know what you want. And... I know exactly what I want. And there's no point in, like, 
dicking around, mm-hmm. the, all the game playing and all that stuff. Oh, it's just kind of like, meh. Nobody's got time for that bullshit. And it's nice because, like, I think, too, you reach a point where when you are rejected, you don't take it as personally. Mm-mm. Like, it's not a personal attack on you. It's just, hey, my character and that person's character, we just didn't mesh, and that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Next, you know. It's not, like, the end of the world. Right. It's just kind of like, this is not working, and you cannot give me what I need right now. Mm-hmm. Or probably ever. So, goodbye. So, we're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna waste our time going round and round. Let's just call it what it is, and... And that's why it's so important to let the person you're with know exactly. what you need. Don't be afraid to say it. Like, I... I need, I know I need a lot. And that's okay. That's the other thing. Like, I think, too, sometimes we get it in our minds. Like, I love the, I know self-help is not the word that we use anymore, but, like, the self-help, the self-improvement mindset. But sometimes I think we get almost in this mindset of, like, we have to fix something about ourselves yeah, all the time. No. Like, no, you just, you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Again, like, learn how to communicate and relate to people in a healthy way for both you and the other person to where your both your boundaries stay protected. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, it's just a, it's a healthy, mature relationship. But... You don't have to fix yourself. You don't have to fix like, anything. do I know I need a lot? And is it inconvenient sometimes to be so needy? Yeah. But for the right but person... I'm not... I'm... I've been in a relationship... I've been in relationships where I've had to water down my neediness. And I am not as happy as I should be because of it. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to you. And... It's not fair. It's just not fair all around. It's and, like, not. now that we're... The other thing that, like, you know, you think about once you have kids, because now we're in the realm of divorce, and you have... People are always like, oh, you know, staying together for kids and whatnot. That's it's a terrible like, idea. I don't want that to be what my children someday emulate. When no, this they, cannot be their example of a healthy relationship. Right. I want them to see people who are a mom and a dad who are truly fulfilled in their relationship, even if that means that the relationship is not with one another. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay if they see their mom and dad in romantic relationships with other people as long as they're you know and in, in what a fulfilling romantic relationship looks like for my kid's dad I've learned is far different than what a <laughs> filling romantic fulfilling romantic relationship looks like for me which is why we just didn't work yeah I mean our needs are we are on such different wavelengths such different vibrational levels if you will like it's just we're just not I don't know. No. We just got married for the wrong reasons, but that's okay. Uh, it happens. It does, all the time. I think it happens a lot because people feel pressured to make a choice, make a decision. You have to mm-hmm. get on with this step of your life, and ultimately there is no rush. Figure out what you need first. Take time. At least, I don't know. I feel like that daily own thing that we did. I so wish I could find a, my list. Because I feel like the whole 
you know, and I'm not over here, like, promoting divorce. Like, get a divorce. Everything. <laughs> Do it. No, Everything will be great. But, I mean, for, you know, for me, like, getting married, a lot of that was just, like, trying to rush into, I mean, shoot, Josh and I met, what, a year after? Not even. We met, I was... 11 months sober when we met Mm -hmm. you're not even supposed to get in a relationship for at least a year after Mm -hmm. you finish so technically speaking I wasn't even really supposed to start dating until February of the following year Mm -hmm. so it's already breaking the rules you know how that goes but um it was just like I was I wanted so badly to have that like stability stability Mm -hmm. and like the I was looking so much from the outside of what it looks like. What does it look like from the outside? And I'm going to model that so that, you know, everything falls into place. And I was forcing something that just, like, didn't naturally and organically occur. And down the road, once life slowed down and, you know, things didn't keep... There weren't any new babies. There weren't any new jobs. We weren't, you know, we were in a house. Once everything started settling around us, it was like I realized, oh, my gosh, I've completely, like, changed who I am Mm -hmm. to match this life that I feel like I was told I was supposed to have that would make me happy. And, like, you get to a point, sometimes when you go far down that road, where you've completely lost your, like, I, after, after Josh and I split, like, I think I went a little off the deep end you for did a while, a little bit. but it but was you nice. Had to figure it out was like who you were. I, I allowed myself to just like be, yeah, just be, and feel so I could feel what feels comfortable. Like where am I now? Who am I in the world? Well, I think you just kind of like really lost it all. Like you had this idea of what you needed and you had it and then it was like this isn't, this isn't exactly at all, at all what, what I yeah. needed right so then I mean, when it was gone it was like okay now, now what actually do I need now how the hell what is am it I supposed to and it's like I'm yeah you're like figuring out that none of those things that I was doing at all match up with like who I am internally Mm-mm. and or who you were at that time no. either like Oh. No, so yeah, like now in, in relationships, which somehow I unexpectedly have been in a steady relationship <laughs> for quite some time, which I will just say was not at all the expectation there. You are very well. No, it wasn't. Horrible date that we had. You guys had a terrible first. And honestly, of it was like I just truly went for the experience of dating at that point. I got to a point where I was just like, I'm not looking for love anymore. I'm just going to get to know people because getting to know somebody is going to help me figure out what I'm looking for. Yeah, because you had no clue. No. And it was just like over time, I don't know. It wasn't like that, you know, Fireworks. love at first sight, that's, not at that's all. Not real. I mean, it was. <laughs> literally like the worst first date and then followed by an even worse second date (laughs) where we got locked out of my house and had to actually go borrow a stepladder from my ex-husband 
date number two. But, like, it was just, like, all of these situations that we found ourselves in, he got to see who you me, actually are. And I you got to see... You didn't put any friend right, up There was all. no... It was very... Like, there was no pressure on the situation. Not at all. And I think that that's what, like, why it made it so easy to just be because... I went, in, went into it with, like, zero expectations, thinking, like, this isn't going to turn into anything. I am literally just going to go meet this person, hang out. Because dating now is so different than it was. Like, think of, like, did you ever really experience dating as Not in, like... really. Well, no. Like, in your... <laughs> no. You just meet people and, like, you start... You're together with that person. This time around, I was like, I've actually, like, gone out to dinner with people that never, you know, nothing ever came of it. Or, mm-hmm. typically speaking, it's more than, than dinner. But <laughs> we won't talk about it. Or they come pick you up <clears throat> in a shirt that says, just the tips. <laughs> we had to have a whole We had to have, episode like, a, a Bumble episode. Just on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, honestly, we, we, we do. Like, we have to have an episode devoted just to That could be, like, a Bumble. four-parter. <laughs> oh You've had way more... <laughs> Bumble bumbles than I have. Yeah, but they're got, so funny. They are. Oh god. But it does. Bumble. It's like a completely new experience. None of this stuff existed when we were. No. So, yeah. Like by the time Bill came around, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna see whatever, like, whatever. And like we literally went and went for a run. Like it was not at all even like a date date. And like I think just the perceived lack of actual dateness yes yeah like the lack of the anticipation and the lack of pressure of like what's this going to turn into you didn't like worry about what you were going to wear do your makeup or your hair or like fret about yeah and both of us were just like i'm just going to get to know this person and if there's something in that person that i don't really click with i won't see him again and i honestly like didn't mm, I didn't expect that this to turn out the way it has <laughs> but it's just different like there's no for me I hope not on his part either and I don't think so there's your catastrophizing yeah it. there you go stop but it we, is he a serial killer it has to be a serial killer I've gone through so many I know you like, have terrifying. he's totally he's good dude legit he really is as he's literally at home building a playhouse for my daughter as we speak so (laughs) terrible guy man he's probably an axe murderer for sure (laughs) but yeah like just it's just such a different feeling to be able to be like here's all my messy shit too like i'm not just going to not hiding at all no like these are the things i deal with on the daily this is, like, my drama at work. Mm-hmm. Here's what's happening with my kids and my almost ex-husband. And, like, if you're going to be around, you're going to have to hear about it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to not say anything. And, it, I mean, why why should anyone, again, the person who's to be your partner for life, that you are supposed to trust with everything, I mean... Why should anybody be expected to hide any of those things? Or just not talk about it. And pretend it's it doesn't like, exist. You know it's there, but we but don't talk about it. we're just going to ignore it. It's like that relative that goes to jail. Right. Like, that person's there, but we're not talking we're about it. We're just going to pretend it does. I'm just... 
you, you know where I'm at on all that anyway. Like, I'm just <laughs> so tired of all of, like, the... Everybody just... I feel like everybody... I've been so grumpy about that lately. Just people putting in up general. Fronts. Putting up fronts. Like, yeah. just stop it. Just be stop who you it. are and don't worry Everybody's about it. Everybody's fucked up in some way or another. I just mean, quit. Quit trying to constantly pretend that, like, life is just this perfect, wonderful... I've got everything. Nobody has anything figured out. None of us knows what we're doing here. <laughs> we're all just figuring shit out as we go. Nothing is perfect. Like, the only <laughs> thing that you have figured out, if you're lucky if you learned anything, is the past. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines in a song mm-hmm. is plus 44 when they say the past is just the future with the lights on. No. I love that. That's, yeah. Because it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I And that's something that aggravates me because, you know, people who are in a different season of life because they're older, have just experienced more, when it's very, like, you know, almost condescending of the things that you're currently going through because they've already been through it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why can't you? And it's like, you've already, if you've already been through it, of course you have it figured out. Yeah, but can where you, you are, yeah. where you are right now, you are still trying to figure out something within your current season of life. Like, we're constantly growing and evolving and changing. And that's yeah. great. And you're never going to have it all No, out. you don't. And you shouldn't because how bored would you be? Honestly. What would I have like not... over in my head every five seconds <laughs> if, I, if I had it all figured out? What, like, my OCD would be cured? Yeah, I'm just... I And I think part of it's where we live because it's such a small little town. Yeah, and I feel like so many people and... are just, like, you know, put on this show of fantastic yeah like this is my life and it's so great and i've you know these are all my accomplishments and and good for you but also you can show the messy part yeah like it's okay to be human yeah it's what makes you human exactly we all fuck up all the time and it makes it so much and social media does such a terrible job and we all know that that like it just like we all i feel like i don't anymore i just pretty much put yeah I don't we don't hide any of that and anything and everything that occurs I'm sharing it with people whether or not you want to see it yeah most of the time not but we're recording again so okay what were we talking about I don't remember either people being fake oh yeah we were talking about our small town I think I don't know. I can't remember specifically. We could have probably listened, but why would we do that? <laughs> <laughs> because that it's was so much sense. more fun to listen to us try to backpedal and figure out. When you're like, oh my god, this is what you were talking and about. And I feel like we were like really, really like engaged, like fired up a little bit maybe. I just get fired up about all that in general. Yeah. Because I feel like people like use that as like... I don't know, a way to show off or mm-hmm. just like, first of all, everybody's comparing. Oh, maybe we were talking about social media. We yeah. were, weren't we? We were talking about social media yeah. highlighting like all the good stuff, which everybody's well aware of that. But I mean, ugh. Sometimes it's so annoying. It is. It's like, we're, come on. It's like when you're in the trenches, like, I especially hate it. This is a strong word, but I especially don't like when, like, (laughs) new moms have their baby. I mean, I love that. 
But when they post, like, <laughs> congrats and all that. But when they, like, talk about how wonderful. I love this so much. It's this like, of so course great. you love your baby. You love your baby. We you... know you love your baby, but you're fucking tired. Yes, Admit it. <laughs> you're exhausted. You've woken up 700 times in the night. You, your body your lady feels weird hurt, and squishy. Or you had and a C-section. you don't know what's going on. Your yeah. boobs hurt. Like, everything is weird. There's poop Your everywhere. Your emotions are going crazy. You're dealing with this weird new feeling of, like, figuring out, you know, who am I in relation to this human and that was inside what is this, me for this so long? And little thing? And how the fuck do I keep it alive? Yeah. It's, it's overwhelming. So like, and it's exhausting. I especially appreciate it when people share that part. Like... Oh, yeah. Like... Oh my god, my kid just explosive diarrhea and everywhere. Because like one of the best things about that is knowing like that it happened to someone else. Yes, too. like you especially when somebody like shares feelings, like oh, I'm not the only one. Because how often are we just like you told is- me, as you a mother isolated? You always feel like the only one who constantly like here's an example Oliver today was a hot mess he had to go to his dad's house and he cried the whole way there like scream cried didn't want to go I don't know why like he had to be pried off of me and it ripped my heart out and did I just want to stay home from work and like just hang out with him of course but like I can't do that and it just, it was awful. So there is, like, this constant nagging in the back of my brain. Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I totally fucking him up? Did, like, did we screw this up? How do I fix it? Mm-hmm. How do I make him not feel anxious and sad? And, like, what little tips and tricks can I do? And I don't know. I don't know. Especially, and, like, this is all such, like, just foreign ground for us it is because my parents aren't divorced i don't know well my parents are but they just blew (laughs) shit up when that happened and i sure shit not following in their footsteps (laughs) i don't know i don't know any little like you know when i had to go to my dad's house for the weekend like my mom did this for me and it made it easier and And not only that but to have somebody to empathize with as well to say I remember like I remember this struggle I know what you're going through this will get easier just like having somebody to reassure you there's a light at the end of the tunnel like and it's okay the first three months of your baby's life are gonna fucking suck yeah like but you'll get through it and you won't remember it and then you'll have another baby and you'll get through it again and then you won't remember it. Like, you'll remember it sucks, but you won't remember why or how bad. And just, Exactly. You just power through it. It's true. And, and share it so your other so people circling don't back out. to, since we've got off on this tan- a related, a very related <laughs> tangent, but a tangent nonetheless. That's why our little list says topic and tangents. Tangent. Like, tangents have <laughs> but like that's the other thing like be with a partner who's not gonna freak the fuck out over every little when he or she walks in the door and sees you a complete and total mess Mm -hmm. because parent i mean even when you're 
even when your babies get out of the newborn stage, like there it's are hard. days. It is it's so hard. hard. And some days you feel all alone in the trenches. And I feel like if we all share a little bit of the trenches, it will be so much e- like like it, we it, talk about it all the time. Like my kids are being a shit show right now. Mm-hmm. I call my kids assholes. I I don't, because they are. They can be assholes. They absolutely can, but so can I. Oh, I and all so I can, can ask of them, like Oliver and I had this discussion last night because I flipped my shit because he spilled chocolate milk in my bed after I told him repeatedly and like, that come on, he had this cup. You're going to flip your shit. Like, uh-huh. we're human. I literally had just changed my sheets the night before, and it was on my, like, down alternative comforter thing, which is a pain in the ass to wash, yep. of course. So, whatever. I shouldn't have let him be in my bed with chocolate milk. I know. But I got mad. So, we had a discussion at bedtime, and it was like, let's make a deal. You try a little bit harder to listen to me, because Mm -hmm. I tell you things for a reason. And I will try harder at being more patient. I literally just had this conversation with Hudson the other day. But I didn't word it quite (laughs) that way. I just felt like I had broken his little soul when I got angry about the milk. Jesus, my kids just look at me like in one ear and out the other. No, Oliver, I don't know. He's been very, oh, Hudson very... Hudson can be very sensitive. He's been super duper sensitive to this, like, the past yeah. week or so. I'm telling you, it's that new moon, man. I don't know it's what it moon. is, but it's fucking up my it's little cancer new baby. Moon. And I don't like it. My little cancer baby has also been... Cancer is in the astrological uh, sign, yeah, just for clarification. But, yeah, Helen has also been equally, like, moody. Just so freaking Very moody. moody. Like, I was and wondering like, if emotional. Getting, yeah. Like, every little mm-hmm. thing has just been, like, a meltdown. It's a travesty. And I just don't... Exactly. I... I it, like, he couldn't get a head... Like, his Lego guy couldn't get the head off of it. And it was... I don't know. Did, like, the Leaning Tower of Pisa fall? You like, would think, it was like, horrible. oh, Helen has been more, like, she's being mauled by a bear. Like, it's... <laughs> oh, she's dramatic anyway, but... It's, yeah, it's been a struggle lately. And that is why I have changed my weekend plans of being away. And I'm just gonna do mommy kid time. And because... sometimes you gotta do that. You've gotta learn to roll with the punches. Yeah. Like, I'm really upset I'm not going gonna go to a Yankees game with my parents and my brother and we had like club seats and I was really Ooh. excited about it but like this is way more important it's true and it's you know dating post divorce when you have kids it's important to also like be with somebody who sees that part of your life so that they know like hey Shit gets messy sometimes. Shit gets real messy sometimes. (laughs) And you're going to have to be able to deal with it. Because they're not going anywhere. Right. You're the one that's going to be going somewhere if you can't deal. Precisely. Which I feel like we definitely can devote an entire... We can probably devote many, many, many podcasts, (laughs) episodes to dating with children. It's interesting. Everybody has a theory on it as well, which I just... Fuck your theories. Fuck the theories and fuck Shut the judgment. Your ass. I just don't have time. I don't have time for it. Okay. The judgment coming from all the people who have it all figured out. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. 
Okay, Every, there's me just being... Everything looks perfect from far away. Seriously. Oh, everybody has a Monet. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Put enough Instagram filters on it and then it looks great. And you just got a butterfly. I know. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Butterface. So... Aww. I feel like we like did a really good job we did. of staying but now, mostly on topic. But before we go, we have to say our sunny spot. So on every episode, we're going to say, because we typically bitch about something for an hour, yep. we're going to say a sunny spot of something that made us feel good lately, today, yesterday, the other day. I should have given this more thought. I should have too, but I know what I'm going to say. Today at work, I had a a particularly stressful client interaction, and I stood up for myself. Yes. When normally, I think, six months ago, I would have cowered in my office. Today, I grabbed the bull by the horns, so to speak, and was like, you will not speak to me that way the end and I got called mean by a couple of clients and I think I like that I want them to think I'm mean because I know on the outside I look like this cute small like like little girl because they never think I'm as old as I am they always think I'm like way younger which is flattering but also insulting because then they treat me way right and you want them to respect you so I think I garnered quite a bit of respect today by sticking up for myself. And I, like, didn't need anybody else to stick up for me. Because you're a badass. B-A. Faux show. So I'm, I'm feeling similar to my far less well-thought-out song choice. <laughs> Is your sunny spot those protein bars? (laughs) (laughs) My sunny spot is the fact that your kids don't like these. Annie's cookie dough protein bar. No. Chocolate peanut butter. Because I just ate three of them, and they're really fucking good. No. They're gluten-free. I tried to get OJ to like them. 18 grams of protein, not per bar. I ate three (laughs) bars, so I just ingested 18 grams of protein. But some fiber. They are, yeah. And chocolate. But it was so good. Like, this was good. You should buy some. I'm pretty I'm sure I got them at Kroger, which, here's another sunny spot. Our Kroger now Hell has Click yeah. List. You don't have to drive all the way to Belbury, which is so convenient. Yeah. I'm going to, like, grocery shop while I'm at work and then yeah. go pick Made it up. Made with organic peanut way. butter. Gluten free, good source of protein and fiber. Yeah, so there's I mean, your shout out, Annie. my muscles oh, are yeah, my muscles are being supported, and I'm gonna be able to poop. And so, it satisfied your sweet tooth. I definitely satisfied my sweet tooth. I feel like I was talking about poop the last time. We were probably yeah, probably yeah, because we were doing yoga and I hadn't pooped and I was oh, afraid that I was gonna were, have to go. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we so really that. need a jingle. We do. I told Adrian to do it weeks ago. Adrian, what the fork? Just, I told her, write a little, like, do a little ditty about not Jack and Diane. <laughs> <laughs> we are. 
I told her. I wonder if Yolk Lore will write something for oh, us. Oh, he probably will. Come on, Adrian. Different Adrian. Yeah, different good. Adrian, incidentally. <laughs> that would be a oh, really good. Oh, my God. Mm. Or maybe John Mayer. Oh, my God. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that is, like, so stereotypical. He's, like, my what, one. Evan? He is my one celebrity crush that is, like, a but stereotypical celebrity so crush. So, he's stereotypical in one way, but, like, he's so but, like, fucking talented. That, but that's the reason. And he's so fucking weird. And hilarious. Like, I did not like him until... You followed the him on new, Instagram. The new light video. Really? I literally saw him... because of the new light video because i watched that and i'm like you are a doofus oh my god i love this guy (laughs) and then yes i followed his instagram and like hello the freaking eye the the smoky eye tutorial (laughs) i love you can we just get married now please yeah he's fantastic he's a little bit ridiculous and did you know his real name is not jonathan it's just john nice I don't know why I googled that the other day. I, don't know why I think I just either. randomly thought like, "Oh, that's weird. John Mayer's real name is Jonathan," and then I wanted to know, and it's not. It's just John something Mayer. Interesting. Born in somewhere Connecticut, Bridgeport. Nice. I, love it. I know a lot about John Mayer right now. Moxie, do you have anything to say? Moxie Moo. No. She's just looking regal. Always, always looking regal. She's the queen of Marietta, overlooking her kingdom. Seriously. So maybe the next time we do this, we'll have a jingle for you guys. Adrian, write a jingle. Just do something. Get on. Just do. Would you do something? (laughs) In between all your like other clients and shit that you deal with, and like life and eating healthy and like doing all your cool stuff can you just like do this when you're not busy being cool yes do us this favor pencil us in put us in your put us in your schedule put us in your calendar put us in your day schedule i think i'm gonna start yeah trailing off here because i've been up since 4 27 this morning that's so early it is it's ridiculously early it's dumb it was stupid early but it was worth it was it though i don't know was so it worth it? Was it worth yeah. it? <laughs> that could be our jingle. Is it okay, Missy Elliott? Sure. <laughs> she signed off. She's like, uh huh. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Until next time. Hasta la vista. Baby. Hey, that's what we do pretty much every time. <laughs> that's becoming our signature goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye.